Today's episode is all about British food. Now I know out there there's a perception that British food is actually not very good. Some would say it's crap. My wife even says to me sometimes, Dan, what have you got against flavour? Do British people not like taste? And it's kind of hard to defend that because let's be honest, some British food is pretty crap. However, there is some good British food out there. That is bloody lovely. So in this episode, I'm gonna go through a list of British food that I like and I recommend trying at least once in your life, especially if you find yourself in the UK. All right, mate, and welcome to another episode of the Dan Sensei British English Podcast. The podcast for intermediate and advanced level English learners that want to know more about British culture, British life, and of course, British English. The first thing I want to talk to you about today is the full English breakfast. We all know breakfast is the most important meal of the day, and that's why we invented the full English breakfast because there's no better way to absolutely ruin the rest of your day than a full English breakfast. After you've eaten one of these things, you're probably going to need to go for a lie down because it's not light. It's pretty heavy going. Now, what is it? Basically, it's a plate and we fill that plate with loads of fried unhealthy food. <laughs> Basically, anything that your doctor would tell you not to eat is probably going to be on that plate. Regularly, you're going to find things like bacon, eggs, sausages, baked beans, bread, toast, maybe some vegetables. You know, got to have a bit of healthy things, some tomatoes, some mushrooms, something like that. And it kind of depends on your own personal preference, but those are the main ingredients. It's popular all over the UK. Lots of cafes and stuff will serve it in the morning. And the main reason people eat it is on a weekend because you've drunk way too much the night before. You went to the pub on Friday night, you woke up Saturday morning with a terrible hangover, and the best way to cure that hangover is a full English breakfast. Get some of them sausages, Dania, and you'll feel right as rain. But seriously, you can't eat this every day. You will die. That's a fact. But it is really good every once in a while, especially if you're feeling a little bit hungover. Now, sometimes as part of a full English breakfast, you'll get something called black pudding. Personally, I don't like black pudding. I think it's fucking horrible. But some people love it. And basically, how can I express this in the easiest way? Black pudding is basically a sausage made out of pork blood. And it, even just saying it, it sounds horrible. But loads of people love it. They will just eat the stuff as part of their breakfast. For me, it's proper gross. I'm not about the black pudding life. But you should try it at least once. Maybe you'll love it. I don't know. You don't know. Give it a go. The next thing I want to recommend for you guys is a roast dinner. Sometimes called a Sunday roast because, you guessed it, we usually eat it on a Sunday. British people love a good roast. We will even eat it on other days of the week. That's how much we like it. I mean, me personally, I don't care. But when my wife went to England, she loved it. She thought it were amazing. 
And what is it? Basically, it's some kind of meat. Usually it's pork or beef or um, maybe like a turkey or a lamb or something like that. But it's some kind of roasted meat. And then you mix that with like vegetables, you know, roast potatoes, stuffing, um, I don't know, gravy sometimes. And we kind of put all this together on a plate and you eat it on a Sunday. And loads of British people love it. Most of the complaints I hear from British people in Japan is that they can't find a place to get a good Sunday roast. That's how much we love it. And yeah, you should probably try and check it out. Most pubs in the UK have got a Sunday roast. So if you're not sure, go to your local pub. I'm sure you'll be able to find one. Now, as I said, I'm not that keen on a Sunday roast. I don't really care about that, to be honest. It's all right. I'm not that bothered. But there is an ingredient in a Sunday roast that I proper love. And maybe it's just bias, but it's called a Yorkshire pudding. And I'm from Yorkshire, so obviously I'm going to like it. But a Yorkshire pudding is a bit deceptive. Just like black pudding earlier, it's not actually sweet at all. It's basically batter, uh, you know, egg, flour, milk mixed together, and then kind of baked, and it makes like a bowl, uh, a savoury bowl, which is kind of soft, and you use it to put other things inside. So yeah, a big part of a Sunday roast is you're going to find Yorkshire puddings, and they are amazing. I highly recommend it. And we've got another popular dish related to a Yorkshire pudding, and it's toad in the hole. My wife can't say this. She keeps saying toe in a hope, but <laughs> she tries. Um, but she makes a good toad in the hole, my wife. Anyway, it's a Yorkshire pudding, but a big one with sausages baked into it. And you kind of serve it with whatever you want, gravy or vegetables or whatever. And that's another good piece of British food that you should definitely try. Next up, I want to talk about pies. Pies are quite British, you know, you've got some pastry and inside there's some kind of filling, usually meat, um, but there's a few different ways we eat this. Um, pie and mash. So it's some kind of meat pie, um, it's very carb heavy, let's be fair, but it's, you know, let's say it's a steak and ale pie. So you've got a pastry and inside that is some steak filling. And then we often serve it with mashed potato, so hence the term pie and mash. Lots of people like that. You'll also find shepherd's pie, or sometimes it's called cottage pie. Uh, they're basically the same. One is beef and the other is lamb. But basically it's, I don't even really know, it's like mashed potato and some meat in a pie. Lots of people love it. Um, not exactly a pie. But we'll also like sausage rolls. It's a pastry with a sausage inside it. Or a scotch egg, which is like a pastry with a boiled egg inside of it. But it's also got sausages in it. The more I talk about this, is I just realised that British food is basically sausages in different forms. <laughs> I didn't really consider it till I started recording this. But there you go. Apparently we love sausages and we put it in everything that we can possibly put it in. But sausage rolls or scotch eggs, pretty good. Now, if you're ever in England, there's a famous chain called Greg's. If you've been to the UK, you know what Greg's is. And they sell like pasties, Cornish pasties, that kind of stuff. 
they sell pies, they sell like steak, bake and sausage rolls and all that good stuff and it's pretty cheap so check out Greg's if you're ever in the UK. Now after you've finished eating all this savoury stuff you might want something a little bit sweet for dessert and we've got some stuff that maybe will tickle your fancy. First of all we've got trifle. Now it's basically like layers of different pudding put on top of it. It's like, it's like, maybe it's like jelly and then some cream and then stuff like that. It's usually in a glass. Um, it's like, yeah, it's hard to describe. It's like jelly and fruit sauce and cream and stuff. It, it's a trifle. I'm sure if you check it out, you'll think it's cool. But yeah, I haven't had a trifle since I was a kid, to be honest, but it exists. Another thing you could try. Now, the name of this one is much better than it actually is for me. Uh, but it's called Jam Roly-Poly Pudding. It's fun to say. And basically it's a kind of cake with jam in it and it's like a roll cake. So, you know, like a, a, a rolled cake with jam inside. It's Jam Roly-Poly Pudding and we will sometimes eat it with custard. Um, it could be any flavour, you know, blackcurrant jam, strawberry jam, whatever. Um, but that definitely reminds me of like my school days getting jam roly-poly pudding for dessert after my school dinner. <sighs> 80s were a wild time in school dinner world. Um, another thing is a eaten mess. Eaten as not as in the past tense of eat, but E-T-O-N, the place. And it's like strawberries and a meringue and whipped cream. Uh, yeah, it's quite popular in the summer, but eaten mess is a dessert that you should try. And the most famous British dessert, I think, is probably a scone. Now, British people argue about the pronunciation of this word. Some people say scone, some people say scone. Doesn't matter, I'm not going to argue with people. I say scone, whether that's right or wrong, I don't know or care. Either way, scones, um, you can, it's like a little bread thing. And you cut it and you put cream and strawberry jam or whatever. Now, there's a big debate in England which one you do first. Does the scone get buttered? Do you put the cream on first? Do you put the jam on first? Whatever. Either way, give it a go. It's definitely a part of afternoon tea if you ever find yourself eating afternoon tea. Now, as we kind of wrap this list up, we need to talk about the most famous, the most popular British food that there is. Everybody knows this. And, of course... I'm talking about the chicken tikka masala curry, not fish and chips. You thought I were going to say fish and chips, didn't you? But I didn't. Of course, fish and chips, you should try fish and chips. But that's obvious for this list. Everybody that goes to England tries fish and chips. What you didn't know is that chicken tikka masala curry, even though it's got its origins not in the UK, is invented in Scotland by a Bangladeshi chef. And honestly, it's the best curry. End of discussion. For me, you can't get better than a good chicken tikka masala. So if you're ever in England, especially in Scotland, make sure you try one. It's not so spicy, so don't give me that stuff about, oh, I don't like spicy food. It's not that spicy, mate. Just crack on and give it a go. I'm sure you'll appreciate it. But yeah, it, it's beautiful. And of course, you know, try fish and chips. Of course, what, what's a trip to England without some stereotypical fish and chips? Uh, if you are going to eat fish and chips, go to the seaside. Don't go eating it in central Birmingham, you know. Go to the seaside, go to the coast. At least it's a bit nicer there. Um, 
for me, when I go to the chip shop, I don't even get fish. To be honest, I don't eat fish when I go to the chippy. Chippy, by the way, British slang for chip shop. When I go to chippy on a Friday night for my chippy tea, I don't have fish. I have chips. Usually I have a sausage. Of course I do. British people apparently love sausages. And I'll have uh, a bread cake, which is like a bap or whatever, some bread that's not sliced, like a bread roll. And curry sauce. Chip shop curry sauce. I don't know what it is, but I tell you something, it's delicious. I'll tell you that for free. So be sure to check out some of the other stuff that you'll find in a chip shop. However, in a chippy, you will sometimes find jellied eels. And I can't recommend highly enough not eating them things. They're proper gross. It's <laughs> chopped, boiled eel. And then they cool it and they put it in like vinegar or something. It's just, it's just pretty gross. I wouldn't bother if I were you. Give, give that one a miss. Skip jelly deals straight to chicken tikka masala. So there you go. That is some British food that I recommend trying if you end up in the UK. Maybe you disagree with me. What's your favourite British English food? Let me know in the comments or send me an email or whatever. I'd love to hear what you think. Thank you so much for listening today. If you are interested, there's a full transcript for this podcast over on dansenseienglish.com. You can see every single word that I said and you can follow along. It's good for shadowing practice, all that good stuff. Totally free, dansenseienglish.com. Speaking of free, you can also download the free vocabulary cheat sheet that comes along with this episode. All the keywords so you can understand exactly what I'm saying. And there's also the free... Dan Sensei's British English Slang Guide. Totally free. The link's in the show notes. Get it now! Um, yeah, good stuff. My request for you guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please let me know, liking it or sharing it with a friend or, you know, leaving a rating if you're listening on Spotify, whatever. However you can do that for me, I'd appreciate it. But that's it for today, and I'll catch you in the next one.